this is what I wish I had when I first started my business. You guys know I talk a lot about the fact that I struggled a lot in my first year of business because I couldn't find the right support. I didn't know which road to follow to get me to where I wanted to get. And all this caused me to actually have a traumatic first year in business. And that's why I created the She Wins membership because I don't want you to go through the same mistakes and struggles that I had to go through. The She Wins membership provides you with the support, the coaching and mentoring for you to get to where you want to be. Included in this membership, you will have access to live coaching course, training from guest experts about how to generate income, how to generate leads, how to make more sales and how to grow your business. You will get access to monthly action plans, unlimited Q and A's and much more. So if you want to learn more and join the She Wins membership, then head over to shewinsmastermind.com forward slash membership. That's shewinsmastermind.com forward slash membership. Welcome to the She Wins Podcast, the business, entrepreneurship, and lifestyle podcast for you to get the tools, the tips, and the knowledge to start and grow a profitable and thriving business. Every week, we welcome amazing women from all over the world, and they share with you their stories and their journey, but also amazing tips for you to grow your business. My name is Fatia and I'm your host. So let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to today's episode. Hope you're all doing great. Hope you're all doing amazing and you're excited for today's episode because today I have Keisha Fraser on the episode. And I'm really excited to have her here. She did an amazing training within the She Wins membership. And I was like really, really excited to have her here today. So she's a life and health coach, and she's also a certified personal trainer. And she deals with everything around anxiety, self-care success, nutrition, and fitness. So we're going to be talking a little bit about all this today. So make sure that you grab your cup of tea, cup of coffee, and get ready to listen. So welcome to the show, Keisha. How are you today? I am so good. And it's actually funny. I've pivoted my business since the last time we chatted. I'm like, oh, I forgot to update you. (laughs) But I am now mindset in business coaching, um, but we can talk all things mindset. And I'm still really passionate about self-care for entrepreneurs, so definitely including that in there. But overall, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So since obviously a lot has happened, we connected a while ago, so I still didn't have all the updates, but it's definitely cool. So let's go back in time and tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in entrepreneurship. Yeah, definitely. So it kind of my story started in 2010 was when I graduated um, college, I went to Stanford and then I started working immediately at Facebook after that in advertising account management. And I thought that that was the track that I needed to be on. Um, I had thought my whole life. And unfortunately, once I got working there, although it's a great company, I learned a lot. I will never say a bad thing about Facebook. It just wasn't for me. It was just the whole corporate setting. It just wasn't for me. So I jumped ship, 
I started working in health and fitness at that point. I started working in a gym um, and it was the scariest thing. One of the scariest things I've ever done, but it was the first time I really had to dig deep into my mindset. And so that was kind of what initiated that spark of interest. And so in the health and fitness realm, I worked my way back up to, you know, another leadership role, another point where I would have been set, but still something was not fulfilled within me. And it was at that point that I realized I'm never going to be happy. Yeah, definitely. So it kind of my story started in 2010 was when I graduated um, college, I went to Stanford and then I started working immediately at Facebook after that in advertising account management. And I thought that that was the track that I needed to be on. Um, I had thought my whole life. And unfortunately, once I got working there, although it's a great company, I learned a lot. I will never say a bad thing about Facebook. It just wasn't for me. It was just the whole corporate setting. It just wasn't for me. So I jumped ship. I started working in health and fitness at that point. I started working in a gym um, and it was the scariest thing. One of the scariest things I've ever done, but it was the first time I really had to dig deep into my mindset. And so that was kind of what initiated that spark of interest. Mm -hmm. And so in the health and fitness realm, I worked my way back up to, you know, another leadership role, another point where I would have been set, but still something was not fulfilled within me. And it was at that point that I realized I'm never going to be happy unless I start my own business, unless I work for myself, unless I live out my own dream. Mm. So (laughs) I jumped ship again and took a leap of faith to start my own business. And that's when it was like, oh, I'm home. This is is what I'm meant to be doing. This is why I couldn't find that fulfillment in any other job. It was never going to come because I needed to be creating my own thing. So what do you think was that thing that literally made you think, no, I don't want to do this? What was the exact moment? What happened for you to change your mindset and say, I need to start my own business. I can't do this anymore. You know, it's actually funny because I think, you know, the the universe works in mysterious ways. And I actually... At the time, I was I had a coworker that was difficult for me to work with. And I just... I was fed up. I was like, you know, I just, I feel like there's so much more to life. I shouldn't have to be in these situations where every day is like a struggle. (laughs) That's not how life is supposed to be. I was sure of it. So I, at that point, I also felt like I had run out of options because I had tried a lot of different positions, a lot of different jobs. And it was kind of to the point where what else am I going to do? You know, I've tried it all. Nothing's working. There's always an issue with the job itself or the people in the job or the location, like there's always an issue. So why don't I just make my own thing where there will be no more issue? (laughs) I mean, there there are, but exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And then like, obviously you decided I'm not settling for this anymore. I need to do something about it. What were the first steps that you, that you took to start your own business? Uh, yeah, so the, that's the great thing about online business is that you can kind of start <laughs> right away. Yeah. So I had been uh, working in the fitness industry, I think when I started my business for five and a half years or so. Mm-hmm. And so I had already built credibility as a health and fitness professional. So mm-hmm. I really, I bought like a course on how to start your business, like the basics, how to get everything set up as far as your lead magnet, your landing page, all of those things. And I was like, I'm going to be, I had a health coaching certification. So I was like, I'm going to be a health coach. And I just started talking about it on social media. And, you know, it's going to be different from everybody's startup journey, because like I said, I had built that credibility and people knew me 
um, as a health and fitness professional. So it was, it was a lot easier for me to put myself out there and get that response. But that's, that's how I started. That's absolutely great. Like, and I like the fact that you said this is an online business so you can start straight away. And that's the reality because I always say to people that because it's an online business, you can educate yourself as you go. So you can just start right now and do trainings while you're actually um, within your business, while you're actually practicing your business. So if you're a coach, and you want to be a coach, you can actually start coaching people and actually learn while you're coaching. And that's the beauty of, you know, a service-based online business. Yes, 100%. Just start, you know. You don't have to know everything. You'll learn as you go. So, yeah, you were obviously, you were very lucky, let's say, that you already built your authority and credibility. So it was quite easy for you to get into business but do you have any kind of struggle or any moments where you were thinking uh i can't do this or is it's too difficult or a- anything like that do you have any any kind of moment like that oh yes <laughs> so <laughs> it started it started easy it was like okay i already got some people this is exciting i can do this but then i hit a plateau and it seemed like I could not get past, it was a lot of people that I knew because of the credibility, which was awesome, but something in my mindset would not allow me to get past the people I knew and consistently start booking clients that were strangers. And you know, eventually you're going to run out of people in your network and you need to be able to reach out to people who you don't know and sell them on something. Um, So that was a mindset hurdle that I had to overcome. And then just increasing my income and getting that steady clients. That was another mindset hurdle I had to overcome. And making sure that I had the right strategy as well was a part of it. So all of these things I struggled with for quite a while in my business of being stuck at the same income level and really starting to doubt whether it was going to continue to be possible for me or whether I had just gotten lucky in the beginning. Yeah. And what is, what is the actual step that you took to shift your mindset so that you could attract obviously more customers, new customers and make income within your business? Yeah. So there's a couple. Um, I, I can't give credit to just one thing. But I will say that the first thing that happened was I made the decision that I was in it. I was going full-time in my business. It was this very precarious time for me where I had still been working part-time at Orange Theory, mm-hmm. got laid off because of COVID, yeah. was receiving unemployment, but then the unemployment stopped. Yeah. And so I really was faced with a decision, either you go get a part-time job or you give your all to your business and see if you can really make it happen and support yourself. And so I made that decision. I meditated on it. I heard a voice that was like, fight for it. And I did that. And that is when things started to shift. Another big thing was just getting into alignment. And that's when I made the pivot in my business of, you know, I'm not feeling super aligned with health coaching anymore. It doesn't light me up like it used to. Here's what actually does light me up. And here's how I can help people with mindset and building their business. I feel like that's great because like you were in a point where you, where you thought, uh, this doesn't light me up. Let me shift. And that's the beauty of online business because you can actually shift and do what fulfill you and what you're passionate about. I was actually going to say something, but I actually forgot. But oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hopefully it comes back. Yeah, probably. So um, yeah, let's move uh, to now within your business. So now you are a mindset and business 
coach. Tell us a little yes. bit about who you work with and how you help entrepreneurs actually succeed in their business. Sure. So I work with women entrepreneurs, typically the ones who feel like they're high achievers, kind of like I used to be, almost exactly like I used to be, high achievers, but for some reason are hitting a wall in their business and they are doing all of the right things, but they're not getting the right results that they should be getting or they feel they should be getting. So that's kind of a little bit about who I work with. And what I do is I help women entrepreneurs build soul aligned businesses and book out their services. So these were the exact challenges that I was struggling with, how to get into alignment, how to feel like it's just, I'm just living out my actual purpose rather than building a business from a skill that I happen to have. Mm -hmm. And then how to actually get yourself booked, like (laughs) have a consistent lead pipeline, feel confident that you can close those sales, not be worried about every single person you talk to and whether or not they're going to sign up because you have this pipeline that is full of incoming leads, you know, the right person will be there. Yeah. Let's talk about this because I think this is so interesting and it's something that everybody wants to know. How do I keep my pipeline full? How do I get consistent leads? What do I need to do? Give us some tips. Oh yeah. That's, I love talking about this because that was my biggest struggle. It was like, Okay. So basically the biggest thing in my opinion is that you have to get visible. When I shifted my mindset from, okay, I'm just going to post content and talk about my offer to no, I need to show up in as many places as possible. Tell as many people as possible. The problem that I solve, that is my goal. And then it wasn't just me posting on Instagram and hoping people would apply for my offer. It became okay, I'm going to speak. I'm going to guest speak on podcasts. I'm going to collaborate with other entrepreneurs. I'm going to go to networking events. I am going to still do the content and produce content and nurture those leads and show up in Facebook groups. And I'm not saying you have to do all of these things, but just understanding that when you can get in front of the most people is when the right people will find you. And so not being so single-minded on one aspect of marketing and really looking at the whole picture. Yeah, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. It's about getting visible. It's about showing up. Majority of your business is going to definitely come from showing up and you definitely do show up. I'm, I, I connected with you and you showed up and you showed up and you showed up and you're still showing up. And so every, for everyone that's listening right now, if you're running a business, and you still are shy to get on camera or you're still shy to get on a podcast and talk, just know that you have to take those steps. You have to show up. So can you give us some tips? Because before you were talking about uh, being confident, like, you know, show up as as a confident entrepreneur. Give us some tips on how we can get more confident and show up within our business. Yeah, that's gonna be all about practice and getting the reps in. So for me, I am an introvert. I have always been an introvert. And I actually went into group fitness coaching as an introvert and just kind of built up that muscle, built up that mental skill of getting in front of people and letting the nerves fall away Mm -hmm. and just getting comfortable with it. So you just, it's going to be terrifying the first time you do it and the second time you do it and maybe even the third and fourth time, but eventually the nerves subside. Yeah. You know, when I'm doing 
a public speaking engagement now, I still get nervous. I still get nervous, but about two minutes in, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm back. I got this. I remember how this feels. It's going to be okay. So you just have to push past the discomfort and do it enough times to believe and, and know that you can do it, that you've done it before and you will do it again. Yeah, obviously I saw a lot of your stories and all this stuff and I couldn't say that you are an introvert. So what is the part that you don't? Like, it's crazy. Like, even right now, <laughs> hearing your voice, there's so much confidence. There's like so much like, you know, presence. So tell Thank us you. how did you go from like being an introvert? Because someone like me, I'm an extrovert by nature. So things mm-hmm. can come a little bit easier for me. But for people who are introvert like you, tell us what happened for you to actually move from being an introvert to actually, obviously you talked about practice, but what else, what was the mindset shift that you had to take in order to actually show up today as confident as you are? Yeah, you know, I don't, I think that there are different types of introverts. So I think of celebrity examples like Beyonce and Lady Gaga, for example, Mm -hmm. they are introverts, but they have this alter ego persona Mm -hmm. where they show up and they perform. But like when you watch an interview with them, they're kind of soft spoken and you can kind of see that shyness come out. So that's kind of how I identify. I have this alter ego that I step into when I'm speaking or doing guest Uh, opportunities. Mm -hmm. And then I go back to my normal life where I'm at home. I'm a homebody. I'm doing my introvert things. Mm -hmm. So there's, and then there's the introverts that are terrified of public speaking. And and so you have to really understand what is right for you. You know, if you're building a business, there is the front facing personal brand aspect of it, but it doesn't have to be that way. You could advertise your business. You could build your lead pipeline that way. Mm -hmm. So you, you have to figure, that's why I mentioned before getting the right strategy because there's not one right way to do it this is what works for me yeah and it and it taps into some of the skills that I have but understanding what's going to get you consistent leads from what has already worked out there you know the tried and true and tested methods and what feels in alignment to you is the most important thing yeah, that, that actually makes so much sense. So yeah, you spoke about strategy, finding the right strategy. What are the strategies that you are currently using? Apart from obviously what we talked about, about showing up, do you have any other strategy that's helping you uh, keep uh, and have a consistent flow of leads? I'm going to be honest, and this is not a popular strategy, but it was a game changer for me. I do direct outreach through messaging. Mm. And the reason that I like it, even though it rubs some people the wrong way, it annoys some people, I totally get that. But there are some people who reply back to me and say, I'm so happy you reached out. I've signed, obviously signed clients this way and they are Mm. so happy to be working together. So Mm. it, it works and it reaches the people it needs to. The reason I like it is because it takes the emotion out of it. And for me, if I was to post something, someone was interested, we start a conversation, I'm nurturing that person, I get too emotionally invested. So when we get on a sales call and they say no, I'm like, oh, this is never going to work. And that took so long. Yeah. Yeah. Versus direct outreach. It's like, okay, you know, just another fish in the sea, keep going. Mm -hmm. And it's just easier to look at the numbers and it's just, that's how my brain works personally. So that's what I do. That's actually a great thing because obviously it's all about 
in numbers. It's all about knowing your numbers. It's all about reaching to as many people as possible. And then, you know, at, at the end, know your conversion rate and your, your, your final numbers. So I like what yes. you just said about obviously, you know, what helps you to get uh, detached emotionally, because that's a big issue that I believe that a lot of people have. And I had, especially in my first years of coaching, it was terrible. Every time someone says, no, I feel like I, I did something wrong. I'm not enough and things like that all just negative thoughts so that's actually great that you know you find you found a way that makes you feel less attached emotionally to add to the actual result yep yeah it's it's huge for me mm-hmm. Definitely. So uh let's move into um you know business 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 so right now imagine I'm starting my business what are the uh, tips that you can give me in order for me to be profitable? Because obviously as a business coach, someone will come to you and say, okay, I'm, I want to start a business right now. Yeah. But I'm not sure if this is the industry I should be going in. I'm not sure if I'm going to be profitable if I start. What would you say? The biggest thing that I wish that I had when I started my business is just an understanding of how important it is to connect with yourself, you know, and to get out of your conscious, rational mind, right? So meditation, dropping in, taking that time to just step away, it's going to feel hard because you want to get everything off the ground and you feel like you need to be working 24 seven, but just pause for a second and slow down and really see how things feel in your mind and your body and your heart and your gut. Like, Check all of it and see how the decisions you're making feel before you actually make that decision. I wish that I had known that mm-hmm. because things would have been so much easier from the beginning. Yeah. So that's one thing is just to tap into your intuition a little bit and trust it and don't think that everything needs to be data and numbers that's helpful, but your body also can tell you a lot. Yeah. So that's one. And then the second thing would just be make sure that you get clarity around everything. Part of that's going to come from your intuition. Part of that's going to come from data and numbers and all of that. But before you put anything out there, you want to make sure exactly who you're speaking to. You want to make sure exactly what the offer is going to look like. Every single element of it, you want to make sure again that you're feeling in alignment with it. There should be no cloudiness whatsoever. I see a lot of entrepreneurs who are like, I'm just going to target this general audience because I can help everyone. You know, the big niching down conversation. Yeah. No, niche down. You need to niche down. Do it. It make it works wonders. So just be very specific and clear with what you're doing. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes ever. Putting like everything, putting an offer out there for everybody, wishing someone will actually buy. And at the end of the day, you end up struggling because no one actually buys it. It's because right. you can't be a- a- everything for to everybody. So that's, that's actually a very important point. Exactly. <laughs> so what's the um, biggest mistake that you made in your entrepreneurship journey? What's the biggest mistake or the biggest lesson that you've learned? Hmm. The biggest lesson that I've learned is to surrender. Mm-hmm. And it's also the biggest mistake that I've made is to like hold on too tightly to things, to take things too personally, to feel like I was personally responsible for everything that was happening in my business and not just 
like we talked about, detach from the outcome and not just detach, but really just like wave the white flag of, okay, I made the plan. It's clear. I'm in alignment. I did all of the pre-work and now I'm putting it out there. And now it's not up to me anymore. It's out Mm -hmm. there and it's not up to me anymore. The people who are meant to find me will find me. And the harder I work, it's not going to make that happen any faster at this point. So just that calm and relaxed feeling as hard as it is to cultivate in the moment. Still a work in progress, by the way. But that is the number one thing. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I I, I completely agree with you. Is that patience. Like after you did the work, you need to be patient and still do the work, but not like kill yourself with, (laughs) because a lot of the time that was happens. Like when you, you're doing a lot of work, you get everything done, your offer is out there, your business is running, but obviously you are not where you want to be yet. And that's, that causes a lot of stress because you're like, oh, oh my God, I'm working so hard. I'm doing everything. Mm-hmm. Why am I not there yet? So it's mm-hmm. very important to actually, uh, you know, take time, be patient and, you know, relax, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> it takes practice. It takes <laughs> definitely, practice. Definitely. And what, do, you have a, do you have a book that changed everything for you? Mm, yes. <laughs> I'm so happy you asked that. Uh, the Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Uh, yeah, he was on one of Oprah's shows. So of course, you know, I love Oprah. Um, (laughs) and it's just, it's a book about really releasing from your conscious mind and your ego a little bit and understanding that there's so much more outside of that. And for me, as someone who struggled with chronic anxiety, I was living in my conscious mind for so long that when I read that book, it was like a punch in the stomach, but a good punch in the stomach. It was it was like the whole world shattered in a way, yeah, but in a really good way. And I just saw everything completely differently after that. It was life-changing reading that book. Oh, that's great. So since you just mentioned that you were dealing with a lot of anxiety, how were you able to overcome that? It really was that mental shift, honestly, of understanding the mechanisms of my mind Mm -hmm. and understanding that the anxiety isn't coming from me, it's coming from my conscious mind. And my conscious mind is doing its job Mm -hmm. and it's kind of doing what it's been conditioned in a way to do growing up through school, in my environment, the media, my parents, all of these things told me that it's good to live up there. It's good to be intellectual. It's good to be smart. It's good to have this over analytical mind in a way. And especially working in the tech industry, again, that's all up there. Yeah. And so just understanding that there's, there's more than the conscious mind. And there's something else that I can tap into that will also get me results. Yeah. That pivotal shift is what changed the game for my anxiety. Mm. That's very interesting. That's so interesting. So if you could go back in time and start your business all over again with the knowledge that you have today, what would you do differently? So many things. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, I mean, I needed to start as a health coach because I didn't know how to start a business at the time. So it wouldn't have made Mm -hmm. sense for me to go into business coaching. I honestly feel like I had to go through what I did. I really do. I of course, there are things I would go back and change, but if I was really given the opportunity, I don't think I would because now all the lessons that I've learned and the mistakes that I've made, that's what I can teach. That's how I can help my clients. I can say, nope, I already did that. You don't need to do that. Or, you know, here's, here's a lesson. Here's a tip for you. Yeah. So 
as difficult as it as it was, honestly, it's one of those things where I know I'll look back. I am looking back and I'm like, that was hard, but I kind of miss it. I kind of miss <laughs> the struggle <laughs> of making it happen. And it was an important part of my journey. So yeah. That's very interesting, actually, that you, that you said. Obviously, um, when, when we struggle, there's so much that we learn from that struggle. There's so many lessons that we learn. And those are what you are actually using right now to help other people. So that's, that's actually great. And what's the app or software that you use on a daily basis within your business? Hmm, I use... I'm trying to think of something cool, but all that's coming to mind is Calendly. <laughs> but, you know, if you're booking yeah. a lot of calls, as yeah. I am, Calendly is my best friend. I need it that's to keep great. my calendar in check. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And let's, because we're close to wrapping up, let's talk a little bit about what's your process as a business coach or how your day look like as a business coach. My day, as we were just talking about, starts with my morning routine. Mm -hmm. So for those of you listening, I don't have my video on because I'm in my pajamas. Full disclosure, <laughs> it is 7.30 here. <laughs> um, but I start my morning routine mm -hmm. and that can take anywhere from one to two hours, depending on how much time I have in the morning. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I will not miss. It's actually, I think, the most important part of my day because mm -hmm. it just gets me focused on what I need to be focused on. Yeah. And then I usually start actual work or calls at 10 a.m. I might, you know, vox for my clients before that, but actual calls start at 10 a.m. now for me so that I have that long, luxurious morning because it is so important. And then I am working or on calls throughout the day, trying to actually scale that back a little bit so, <laughs> so I'm not on back-to-back -back meetings all the time, but that will last from anywhere from 10 to about 5 p.m., Okay. And then I start kind of winding down after that point. Hmm. That's actually good. I like that you have like this window because I always talk about like treating your business like, you know, an actual job and have like those times where you're like literally focused and you sit there and you do the work. So I believe that's really important. Yeah. It didn't used to be that way. It used to be all day, every day, never stop. <laughs> but yeah. I learned, I learned it that be, lesson. It can, it can be a little bit addictive. Like, yes, you know, it can. Yeah. When, especially when you, when you first start your business or when your actual business is growing, you're like, oh my God, this is so addicting. I want to work, work, mm -hmm. work. And mm -hmm. you're like, the weekend you're working, morning you're working, evening you're working, you're working on the bed and everywhere in the house. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. So how can our listeners connect with you? Yeah, so uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Coach Keisha, K-E-I-S-H-A. And I actually have a free meditation. Is it okay if I give that link? Ooh, that's great. So we're going to leave the link in the show notes. Perfect. If you want to go and get it, make sure that you get it and connect with Keisha. Oh my God, this episode was amazing. It was so much value. Thank you so much for being on this episode. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. So guys, make sure that you go and connect with Keisha, ask her your questions, connect with her on Instagram or Facebook, whatever platform that you use, 
you know, the most. But anyways, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We really appreciate your time. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, episode, make sure you take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at SheWinsMastermind. And also share and review this podcast. We love you and we appreciate you. Last thing but not least, if you want to join the SheWins Club, tribe or membership make sure you head over to shewinsmastermind.com and join the tribe make sure you register and join us thank you so much for listening and see you in the next episode